Hello, this is the Thinkers 50 podcast and I'm Stuart Craner. And I'm Des Dearlove. And today we're going to be talking about leadership. Now, we've been talking about and writing about leadership for probably for 20 years now. I think the interesting thing is there's, there's probably as many definitions of leadership as there are leaders. So Stuart, what are some of your favourite definitions? Uh, I, I think you need to go back, go, go back a stage almost, because I think what's interesting about leadership is that people want definitions. If we were talking about um, marketing or strategy or, or the meaning of life, um, people don't need sure and fast definitions. They're allowed to, uh, they're prepared to kind of go with the ambiguity of it. And I think so. The first for defining leadership as a term is in itself interesting because leadership perplexes us. It's the, the ambiguity worries us, I think. And yet we know what's strange is we know, all know when we experience it, when we encounter good leadership and bad leadership, uh, we, we've got a keen sense of what those things are. But we have trouble defining it, and yet we always want to define it. So that wasn't really an answer to your question. So I don't have a, a ready and pithy definition okay. of, of leadership. All right, let me, let me throw some at you then. So, so the late great leadership guru Warren Bennis said, managers are people who do things right and leaders are people who do the right thing. It's neat and it's an attractive thing. I think it's interesting, Warren Bennis, who was a, a war hero in the Second World War, uh, and his actual experience of leadership, he, he had senior um, university positions in, in America in the 1970s. And I remember I interviewed him in, after that, and he said what he found difficult about being a leader was he was powerless the powerlessness was the, the thing that struck him most. He was in his office looking out and he saw the guy cutting the grass. And the guy cutting the grass appeared to him to be more in charge of what he was doing in life than Warren, who was actually leading the institution. So I think that's interesting. And that goes back to the, uh, the ambiguity element of, of leadership. It doesn't come with a neat job description quite often. But I mean, what, there are some more formal. I know you've got a, a definition, a more formal definition that you, you quite like. Yeah, I quite like James McGregor Burns, who defines leadership as leaders inducing followers to act for certain goals that uh, represent the values and motivations of both leaders and followers. I think that is good because it includes followers, because of course a lot of the definitions tend to overlook the, the role of followers, and the role of followers has only been discovered in the last couple of decades, really. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like that one. It, it's a bit, it's a little bit long-winded. Here's something a little bit more pithy. This is this is one I like from Rob Goffey and Gareth Jones. Um, Rob Goffey, who's professor at London Business School, um, as was Gareth Jones for a while, and they say leaders excite people to exceptional performance. And I like the word excite because I think otherwise, if 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 you're if you're a leader and you're not getting people excited about change and about what they've got to do, then you're probably not doing your job properly. Yeah, I mean, I think any definition of uh, leadership has got to involve an element of change, changing people's behaviour and, and performance. And change is really the very heart of leadership. Uh, you think of, of politics, uh, people vote for change always. If, you, if you're standing in the political world, you've got to stand for change. I think, I think that's right. But I think, um, I think the thing is, as a leader too, if you're not... If you're, I like the journey aspect of it. I think if you're not on a journey, if someone's not leading you somewhere, 
then they're probably not leading. I like, um, I remember talking to C.K. Prahala, the late C.K. Prahala a few years ago, and he talked about humility, but he also he said this about leadership. He said, first, leadership is about hope. Leadership is about change, and leadership is about the future. And if you start with those three premises, you want leaders who are willing to listen because the future's not clear. So then he, he turned that into a metaphor, and he said, I look at great leaders as sheepdogs. Good sheepdogs have to follow three rules. Number one, you can bark a lot, but you don't bite. Number two, you have to be behind. You cannot be ahead of the sheep. Number three, you must know where to go and mustn't lose the sheep. Because that assumes that the followers are sheep. Well, there is that. <laughs> the, uh, I was talking to Jean-Pierre Petroglieri of the, the French business school, INSEAD. And Jean-Pierre, I think, is one of the most original thinkers on the, on the subject of leadership uh, at the moment. And I asked him about his definition of leadership. And he kind of bridled with the idea of leadership as the ability to get others to do things that they wouldn't otherwise have done. And he saw that as a, a traditional and limited definition. Uh, Gian Piero argues that we'd be a lot better off with a definition of leadership as, as leadership being about having the courage, commitment, ability and the trust to articulate and embody and help realise the story of uh, possibility for a group of people at a point in time. And that is closer really to what leaders actually do. As Jean Perio said, first you need to have the courage to do something, you need, you need commitment, you can't just do it for a day or two. You need some skills but you also need to be entrusted and I think that's important, the entrusted element. It is something that comes from within and is also grounded in some group at a certain point in time. If you want to be a leader, you are no one's leader. I think that's very powerful. Again, it goes back to change. And I think uh, Rosabeth Moskanter's work, uh, Rosabeth from Harvard, Harvard Business School, uh, her book, The Change Masters, and her, her work on turnaround leaders, uh, identified uh, four activities which turnaround leaders have to be good at, which is promoting dialogue, engendering respect, sparking collaboration, and inspiring initiative. And if you talk about the job of leadership, I think that pretty well encompasses it. Promoting dialogue, engendering respect, sparking collaboration, and inspiring initiative. Okay, well that's, that, that, that's good. I, what I'm hearing is, if, to summarise what we've been talking about, I think the words that, that, that really chime for me are, we've talked about courage, we've talked about trust, we've talked a little bit about humility, I think, and, and change. And somewhere in all this, the sense of respect that must exist between a leader and their followers. So, I mean, it's fascinating that, that people have been talking about leadership now for thousands of years, and we're still haggling over discussing what, what it actually means, which is, as you say, is a remarkable thing in itself. But I think what we're, what we're probably getting to as well is realising that leadership is multifaceted, probably more multifaceted now than it's, it's ever been. Yeah, I think there's danger with definitions of leadership that they begin to look like a, a shopping list fairly quickly. So there's a, there's a good one from Tom Peters and Nancy Austin. They say leadership means vision, cheerleading, enthusiasm, love, trust, verve, passion, obsession, consistency, the use of symbols, blah, blah. All great things, and you can't really argue with any of them, but it's a list rather than a definition. So I think we still have a long way to go in our understanding of leadership. One of the best encounters we've had, I know, concerning leadership was when we went to a football match 
and we uh, saw a guy selling burgers and he had team leader written on his shirt and emboldened by beer we said to him well, what does leadership mean to you and this was a busy man selling burgers at half time in a, in a football match and he didn't pause for breath and he said two words by example I think that's probably the most powerful role modeling of, of leadership we've encountered recently and overcomes much of the the shopping list and the and the vagueness okay. by by example okay that's nice okay right so i think but i think we should finish with a quote from us really this is from the thinkers 50 book on leadership and um th there's a nice line here where it says um there is or should be nothing elitist about leadership it is open to all not everyone has the will to lead but for those with a desire leadership is there like a jewel in the snow, ready to be picked up, cherished, and eventually passed on. That's almost poetry. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, an important element, the passing on element, that leadership requires a legacy. And I think that's the question all leaders have to ask themselves. The debate about de defining leadership is, is perhaps immaterial. All leaders need to leave a legacy. That seems a good point to end on. Thank you for listening. Thinkers 50 podcasts are produced by KDH Creative.